The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been thinking about and learning about lately, and I will do this every single week. Last week, I posted something on my fan page, Success Profiles Radio, on Facebook, that got quite a bit of interaction, so I want to briefly talk about today. And what I posted was simply this. Don't let others steal your joy. Stay focused on gratitude and forgiveness. When we focus on the things in our life that seem wrong, or when we focus on other people's opinions of us, it can be very easy for us to lose our joy. But if we stay focused on what is right in our lives, in other words, remain thankful, we look at things in a very different way. And when we focus on letting go of what's been hurting us, instead of hanging on to the pain indefinitely, we have so much more freedom to create a life that is worthy of the skills and talents that we've been given. That was my big challenge last week, and I bet it's something that challenges all of us once in a while. So all I really want to say is don't give up. So don't let others steal your joy. Stay focused on gratitude and forgiveness. With all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866 866- Four zero four six five one nine. Once again, that's eight six six four zero four six five one nine. My guest this week is Robert Kennedy the Third. Let me tell you about him. Robert is a trainer, business consultant, and performance coach. He earned degrees in biology and history from Atlantic Union College, as well as a master's in curriculum and technology instruction from the University of Maryland, and is currently in the process of earning his PhD in educational technology through Walden University. He began his professional career in the human services industry, and after five years, he moved into teaching, spending a partial year in middle school and moving on to teach high school science for the next seven years. He also spent two years as a science faculty member with Western Governors University, which is an online institution. Although he is a teacher and trainer at heart, Robert has always had a spirit for entrepreneurship and has run a web development company, an online business promotions company, and most recently, an e-learning and training consulting firm. In the training world, he has spent a great deal of time since 2009 teaching companies how to build their own online training courses. As a result of that, he was able to co-author the Articulate Studio Cookbook. This was a technical manual giving recipes on how to use the Articulate Studio software. And since 2012, he's been working on helping individuals and businesses understand transformation, goals, and habits through the use of his 28 Days Groups and Community. He's recently released the ebook 28 Days to a New Me, A Journey to Commitment, and a work which shares concept, thought processes, and techniques for building a lifestyle of transformation and success. He currently resides in Columbia, Maryland with his wife, Nadia, and their three children. And his website, if you'd like to take a look at that, is www.robertkennedy3.com. And email is inquiries at robertkennedy3.com. We'll repeat those later in the show for sure. 
With all this in mind, here is my guest, Robert Kennedy the Third. Robert, are you there? I'm here, man. Where'd you get all that information? <laughs> I do my due diligence before I bring anyone on the show. How about that? <laughs> Good deal, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So, Robert, tell us a little bit about how you got started. This is the question that I opened the show with for everybody. We'd just like to learn a little bit about what your journey has been like to this point, what you've learned, what you've overcome, and maybe some of the lessons that we can get from your journey. Tell us about your background. So how long is the show? It's an hour. So oh, okay. <laughs> I, I trust you. <laughs> well, you know, my background, man, I, I, it's just been, it's been varied to some degree, uh, but it all has a common thread, and the common thread really is teaching and training and, and helping folks to, to transform or to learn new things about life. And so, you know, as, as you read, I started out as a teacher. That was my real uh, classroom background. And I spent uh, eight years there in, 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 the, in, the, in the high school and middle school classroom. And that was quite an experience because it was the, the funny thing about that. I, when I went to college, I actually did degrees in biology and history. And at the time, I was watching a lot of the Cosby show, so I thought that, cool, I'm going to be take biology, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a Huxtable, and I thought that everything was going to be hunky-dory, and then I started taking organic chemistry, and that didn't, <laughs> that kind of changed my mind a little bit. You're um, not alone. <laughs> I know a lot of people who got kicked in the you-know-what by organic chemistry. Exactly. So, um, you know, I, I did that and I, you know, finished that degree, but I didn't have in my mind to teach. So I still went ahead and I did human services for about five years. And after I, you know, had some challenges there, you know, late, late nights, early mornings, low pay type of deal, looking for the next deal. And I started to, my parents kind of suggested, hey, why don't you teach? Mm-hmm. And I started doing that, and you know, with their help, they actually knew some people that you know got me into long-term subbing and that type of thing. And so the thing about that was, my parents, after I started teaching, they said to me, "Hey, you know what? When you were in in college, a senior in college, you had done some senior presentations, and we you videotaped them, and we thought back then that you would have been a great teacher." Mm-hmm. But and I was like, "Why didn't you say it to me?" And they said, well, dude, anytime we've said anything to you, you've done just the opposite. So, <laughs> so you know, so that's been kind of the, the, the background. But now where, where things are is a place where I can be of help, not, to, not only to people because people need helping, but it's really it's born out of motivating and, and pushing myself to be better, to get to a certain place. And so... Uh, every morning as I motivate, every morning as I look for some inspiration, every day as I look for something to get me up, I kind of try to share that with the world. And some people just happen to listen and come along. So that's, so that's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, our paths are a little parallel in, in regard to both of us having spent some time teaching in a classroom environment. Let me ask you this. What did you think was the difference between teaching – college because your bio says that you spent some time teaching uh online at a college right the difference between teaching there and teaching middle school i mean obviously there i I, i'm sure i can come up with some differences but compare and contrast those two uh well grown-ups have places to go man uh 
they, they kind of come in saying, hey, you know, listen, get, get it to me, get me this information in this amount of time. I've got this to do, got places to be, I've paid my bills, and I've paid you to give me this. So give it to me and let me go. Mm-hmm. Uh, youth, teens, and high school, especially, I used to love teaching ninth graders, man, because they came in and they were just so, oh my gosh, what, 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 what time is it? What planet am I on? And mm-hmm. they were just ready to suck information in. And so yeah. uh, they, it, was, it was a little bit more, they were more pliable. They were willing to try a few more things. They weren't mm-hmm. as, I don't want to say argumentative, but they were willing to accept things that things were not uh, solid all the time. They were willing to try yeah. a few different things. Whereas, yeah. you know, grownups, you don't have that much time. <laughs> right, exactly. So what was it that struck you about maybe not wanting to be in a classroom anymore to transit to corporate America? You know, what it, the, what it boils down to sometimes is there is the passion that you have for what you're doing, and then there are the structural and political things that surround that, that yes. kind of uh, color your, your view on things after a little while. So I loved students. I loved mm-hmm. teaching them, uh, but maybe sometimes dealing with some of the administrative things. And, you know, I'm not knocking administrators because they've got a difficult job. Yes. But, you know, some of the things that went with that were not things that I could see myself uh, handling or dealing with long term. So mm-hmm. just kind of started to look for something that was more in line with 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 my purpose and passion. That's great. So I know that you've spent some time uh, helping companies build their own online training courses. Is that something that you still do and are available to do if somebody wants that? Uh, you know, I, I will give directions at this point. I'm still a trainer. I still teach companies how to do it, but I don't get involved anymore in the actual building of it as fr- from, from a company perspective. Um, you know, I still kind of help with doing some things to keep my mind fresh or to see what is happening in that industry. But as I move more into business consulting, that, that kind of happens less and less. And, okay. You know. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple minutes here to our break, and we will be talking about your ebook, 28 Days to a New Me, uh, starting in the next segment. But you also have done 28 Days Groups. Yes. Was that, was that first and then the book? W- yes. Where did that whole inspiration come from? And tell yes. us about that. It's not even a was. It still happens. We do it every still time. Still happening. Yeah. Yes. So, as I said, uh, I was trying to – not even trying to. I was every day in, looking for ways to inspire myself, and I would, I would post these statuses on Facebook every morning, great quotes or things that from, from people that inspired me. And uh, one day I made a post about I – was, I was reading a book by Charles Duhigg called The Power of Habit, and mm-hmm. I, I posted something that said – they say it takes about 28 days to form a new habit. What are you going to change in your life? And that's probably a longer story, so we probably go into the story after the break. Here am I controlling okay. your right? Um, okay. <laughs> but, but I'll just say before we go into the break that I, I, after I made that post, I had about 150 people respond to it. And that wow. was out of the ordinary from any other quote or post that I'd made. So I really committed to – I said to them – if you guys are willing to commit to 28 days of locking into something, then I'm willing to commit to helping you be accountable and form a group that's going to help you move to a, a new place in your life in 28 days. 
Wow, that's perfect. And I love this whole 28 days concept because it does take time of continuously working towards something before a habit gets ingrained. And we've got just a few seconds before the break. We are talking this week with Robert Kennedy III. He is a teacher and a trainer and an author and a consultant. And we will be talking about his book in the next segment, 28 Days to a New Me, A Journey of Commitment. And we will come right back after this break. Please don't go away. This is Success Profiles Radio. Be back shortly. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest-growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves the smart guy. Smartguy.com. Solove, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solove with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solove is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solove with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solove revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and my very special guest this week is Robert Kennedy III, and we are going to be talking about his book, which is called 28 Days to a New Me, A Journey of Commitment. So, Robert, we talked a little bit about this in the last segment, but tell us what this book is about and what the inspiration was for writing it. Well, the book is about 
essentially, as it says on the front, creating transformations that will help you improve your life or just to become the best you possible. And so the, the inspiration for that was this 28-day group that, that we talked about. Uh, you know, we talked about about 150 people responding to this and me committing to help people through this. And so what happened was there every day th- there were some parameters that we put in place for this group. Uh, and every morning I would get up and I would record maybe a two minute video inspirational thing just about, you know, go for it that day. With some of the different things, defining new defining words such as commitment and persistence and really using those in, in your life. And so at the end of the 28 days, I said, all right, guys, great month. We've done some awesome work and you guys, uh, you know, you're, you're going to be different people from now on and I'll, you know, have a nice life pretty much. And they yeah. said, pretty, uh, uh, what do you mean? Uh, we're not doing this again. What's the problem? Robert? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, no, you know, I, I was just planning on being in it for 28 days and, I was pretty much done. So one of the ladies in the group said to me, hey, well, you know what? I've got some other people that have noticed some changes in me this month. And they've been asking me, and I've been telling them about this group. So if you're not going to do it again, I want to do it again. Can I use your videos? Wow. I said, sure, go ahead. And uh, then I told my wife later on, and she said, dude, are you insane? What is wrong (laughs) So, um, luckily, it was a it was the lady that asked was it was an old friend from college, uh, mm. and so we spoke about it, and so we ended up doing two different groups that month, and you yeah. know we, we would go back and forth between the two groups, and then the next month yeah. three groups, and so it, it kind of uh, mushroomed a little bit, and yeah. then in that process, after I realized I, that at the time I had a business coach, and he said to me he watched the videos. And he said, dude, I don't know if you know this guy that's on the videos, but he's somebody totally different than the guy I met a mm. year ago. And so, you know, I looked at them and I said, wow. And, and other people saw them and they were saying, wow, this, yeah, you're doing some stuff that's affecting people's lives. And so um, I said, hey, I've got these videos. I can just turn them into a format. And pretty much that's that's where it started. So, you know, of course, wow. some stories and anecdotes along the way, they're a little bit different. But, wow. you know, the concepts really came from those videos. Yeah, and I love the idea that this book was born from your audience's responses to your motivational posts on Facebook. And there's a really great business lesson here. Listen to your audience. If, <laughs> yep. if your market is asking you for something, create it. Create it. If yep. you're ever wondering, what should I do? What should I do? Well, what is your audience asking you for? What are people telling you you're good at? What are people craving for? That means fill a need, and I, I love how you listened to your market, Robert, and I think that's been one of the reasons why you've experienced the level of success that you've had, so I congratulate you on that. That's great. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So let's talk about 28 Days to Form a Habit. How can we get started, and how difficult or perhaps how easy is it to, to change our lives based on the assumption that it's 28 days? Well, you know what? I, I don't know if somebody said, I don't remember who said it, but they said any anything worth having isn't really easy. <laughs> so yes, um, I, I don't know how easy this process is because the reality is, if it was easy, you would have done it already. Exactly. And most people, you know, one of the things that I that I really hit home with in the groups with people, or, or I tell them, is that 
more, more, most of the people in this, on, the, on this earth are not going to do what they have done. They have decided that they're going to lock in on just one thing, not three or four or five things. They're going to lock in on just one thing that, they're going to, that they want to change in their lives for 28 consecutive days. And that's something that's uncommon. That's, that's extraordinary yeah. itself. And so if you are at the point where you decide that I am going to just get an action on this thing no matter what, I'm just going to get an action. Then something's going to happen. I told somebody the story. They were asking about how do they get over certain fears or how do they um, get over certain phobias like making phone calls or cold calling and some of those things. And I related to them a story about when I was a kid, I went up to the the top of the the diving board Mm. in the deep end. And I looked down, man, and that pool was about uh, 10 feet deep. And, you know, but I was I was a kid. And so I was only about four foot nothing at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I looked down and this thing looked like the top of Mount Everest diving down into a lake for me. But I was up there and the only way that I was going to know what I was capable of, the only way that I was going to know whether I could swim out of this thing or do some was just to jump off the diving board. Yeah. there was no instruction manual. There was no, no nobody can, that could give me a speech. There was nothing. There was no uh, uh, soft landing that I could have. There was nothing that could make it any better for me than just to jump off the diving board. So if you decide that you want to make a change in your life, that's it. You just jump off the diving board. You just do it. Nike made that, that slogan so long ago. And how effective is that, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that that's really that was it. absolutely brilliant. I I love that. You yeah, that is that is really it. You you also talk about uh resisting resistance and taking action even when we don't feel like it. Is this about taking action in spite of everything going on around us? I mean, give us an example of how this works. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what the thing is as a teacher, we we always hear the stories about um the dog ate the homework and reasons why the, the, the kid didn't have his homework. And, and, and we, we try to leave that in the student or the, the child realm. And, and we think that only children make those t- sorts of excuses. But the reality is, as grown-ups, we make a whole lot of excuses about why we don't do certain things. And the thing about excuses is that they're not just things that we make up. A lot of times, they're very valid. You know, if I'm tired, I'm really tired. If my family came over to my house out of the blue, um, they, they did. You know, if it's raining outside, it's raining outside. Nothing I can do to change that. And so if you have something that you're committed to, if I'm committed to being a runner and mm-hmm. I decide that I'm only going to run when the weather is good, mm-hmm. then I'm not, you know, I'm not essentially committed to this thing. But. Mm-hmm. If the circumstances are whatever they are, I I decide that I'm going to just be in action no matter what it is, then that's going to lead me to success. Now, the thing about that is some people think that it's an all or nothing proposition. If I decide Mm. that I want to um, lose 10 pounds or if I decide I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes a day and I get sick and I'm not able to exercise 30 minutes, then I failed. You know, one of the things that I kind of say to people in the groups is, look, it's about staying in action. If you can't do 30 minutes that day, 
because your your body's just not letting you do it, then do five, do ten. You know, doing something as long as it's not zero and you've and you decided that you're gonna just stay away from it because once you do that, then you lose the momentum. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, the whole idea, what you just said about if you're a runner and if you're going to run only when the weather is good, then you're not really that committed to it. I think that says an awful lot about a willingness to uh, plow through obstacles when they happen. Yep, absolutely. I love that. We've got about three minutes to our next break. So let me ask you this. I mean, sometimes there are things that come up, and sometimes it can be very difficult to keep going. So let's talk about staying motivated to keep going. What kinds of things can derail us, and, and how can we refocus if we need to? Well, I mean, at, at the beginning, you just got to make up your mind that you're going to do it no matter what. I, you know, and, and as I said, sometimes it's about a little bit is better than nothing. You know, and knowing that I was able to stay in to stay in action, knowing that I was able to do something. What I mean in writing this book, there were some mornings that I got up and I was able to write a page and a half, and there were some days that I got up and I wrote a sentence. And yeah. if I were to ever feel like, "Geez, I only did a sentence today. I stink," and then give up right then, um, you know, then then it would have never gotten done. It would have never gotten. Yeah. So you, 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 you savor the victories that you get, no matter how big or small they are. I, I love what you just said about that because we do have to recognize where our victories are. And sometimes our victories can be things that seem awfully small. But, I mean, if you look back on life, I mean, learning how to walk when you were little is a victory because we spent – all of our lives up to then not walking. Yeah. <laughs> learning how to ride a bicycle is a victory. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, going through school, going through school and finishing is is a victory. Getting your first job is a victory. Finding someone that you love and care about to spend your life with is a victory. All of those things are very, very important. But when we're in the heat of the moment, sometimes we forget to acknowledge the things that are going well in our lives, and that can derail us. Does that sound right? Yeah, absolutely. Celebrate it, man. Sometimes people wonder why you're making a big deal out of something so small. Make make a big deal out of the fact that you that you weren't at zero. Make a big deal out of the fact that that you were able to take one step today, even though you weren't able to take five. It was one. Make a big deal out of it, and that's one way to continue to motivating yourself to stay in action because you you know that everything that you do means something. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been on this uh, 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 health and fitness crusade here for the last three months or so, and there are days where it's not that hard for me to do what I know I need to do, and there are days where I just hate it with a passion, and I feel like cheating, and I feel like <laughs> doing some emotional eating. And I, I had a couple of days, two or three days like that last week. But I'll yeah. tell you what, I mean, I, I'm back in the groove and uh, experiencing victory, and uh, you know what? That's really all it is, is just remember what, what your big why is yep. and, and just refocusing and recommit. We are coming up against our next break. We are talking with Robert Kennedy III, and we are talking to him about his fantastic book, which is called 28 Days to a New Me, A Journey of Commitment. We will be right back after the break, and we're going to talk about the importance of focus and a whole bunch of other great topics right after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. The 
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. success mean to you? Money? Power? Fame? Having everything money can buy? Does it mean having a job or career that you love? A great family life? Or simply to be happy? If you're still searching for answers, then join us each Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Primetime Success Radio, where Alan Skinmore and his special guests will discuss health, finances, relationships, being in business, and how you can have a life that is not only successful, but a life of meaning. Alan has been studying success principles for over 25 years through reading, attending seminars, interviewing successful people, and a daily lesson from the School of Hard Knocks. And now he wants to share that information with you. So join Alan Skidmore on Primetime Success Radio every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network, as he takes you on a journey of finding the heart of your success. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Robert Kennedy III, who wrote a book called 28 Days to a New Me. And we've been discussing topics that are in his book. The next thing I'd like to talk about, Robert, is focus. It seems like there are so many things in our life that distract us from what we want to do or need to do. How do we really focus and stay in the game? Well, you know what? I, as much as I love the Internet, as much as I'm a technology geek and, and love to play with the latest gadgets, etc. The reality is that all of those are things, and those are things that distract us from time to time. And so we need to find our, our, our sweet spot. We need to find our quiet moment. Everybody, I believe, needs to have just some time where they can just be inside their own head and, and bounce around in there for a little bit and see what's there and, and just... 
you know, take in the mountains, take in the, the, the valley, take in the, 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 the breeze blowing in the meadow, take in those things and help us to, you know, get away from some of those distractions. For me, my time, man, is in the shower. I, that's yeah. kind of when I, you know, it's just me and the water and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And th- those are some of the times that I come up with some of the most creative things. And those are the times that I'm able to really say to myself, what am I going to generate today? What am I committed to today? What am I focused on accomplishing today? Who can I serve today? What type yeah. of people am I looking to, to, to be of use to today? Yeah. You know, yeah. so finding more quiet moment, that, that's, that's the, the first place that I say that people start. Yeah, and and for me, uh, I find that that quiet moment is when I'm journaling because it really forces me to think about how my week has gone and what I've learned and what I want to do going forward and who's a part of it and who's not a part of it. And you know, sometimes you just need to take that time to really uh, create your life. I mean, where do you want to be five years from now? Who's in it? Who's not in it? Where are you? Where are you not anymore? What are you no longer allowing? And what do you need to get rid of to unchain yourself? And that is so critical. I, I love that. But focus is so important, so, so important. If, you've got, if you want to call in and, and talk to Robert about anything we've talked about or talk to me, talk to us, uh, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And Robert, in your book, you coined an acronym relating to success using the letters CPR. Let's talk <laughs> about that. What do those three letters mean? CPR, commitment, persistence, and responsibility, or 100% responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and let's talk about those. Okay. Well, pretty much it, it really came out of just thinking about sometimes when you have a, a, a resolution at the beginning of the year, and I was having a conversation with someone, and I said, man, mo- a lot of people have these resolutions, and then by the time they get to the third week of January, those resolutions just die. Right. And, and you know, we in the conversation, we talked about bringing them back to life. We talked about, you know, using those the paddles and, and really injecting the, the heart back into that resolution or that goal. What can we do? And so that's kind of where the whole idea for CPR came up, came, came, came out of. And so CPR really is committing to your goal, really understanding what it is that you want to do, what it is that you're looking, you're locked into, and not just saying, hey, pie in the sky, I want to reach out to that thing, or I hope to accomplish that someday, but stating out loud if need be, and matter of fact, not even, not if need be, stating out loud that this is what I'm committed to. I'm committed to losing 10 pounds this month. I'm committed to writing a book this year uh, by December 31st. I'm committed to spending 10 hours a week with my kids or my family. So that, you know, locking into that. And then persistence. Some people, we talked about being perfect before, or people thinking it's the be-all, end-all, or you, you have to accomplish everything, otherwise you're a failure. And so one of the things that I say to people is, look, it's not about being perfect. It's about being persistent. If you get knocked off that horse, uh, you know, am I going to get back up and, and ride it? And I, I told a story in the book about my daughter. She was yes. learning how to ride her bicycle. And 
she had training wheels and one day she just said to me daddy can you take off the training wheels and my wife said don't take off both of them just take off one so i said okay cool so i took off one and she was making a whole bunch of left turns that day (laughs) for a little while so she was after about 30 minutes she said i don't like this i don't like this thing she said i can do it i can ride and i said baby, you're going to fall, you're going to uh, hurt your knees and whatever. But I realized a couple seconds after it came out of my mouth that I was being an over, overprotective dad. And I said, let her try it. And I took off the other training wheel and she started riding. And in about five seconds, of course, she fell mm-hmm. and she, you know, bruised her knee. But you know what? She got back up and she didn't even shed a tear. She didn't cry. Wow. She, she got back up on the bike and she probably, you know, in, in the next Half an hour, she must have fallen at least 25 times, man. Yeah. But this young lady taught me something that day. She got up. She kept getting back up. And within about the space of a couple of hours, this girl, she was making me scared because she's not a slow rider. She was speeding up and down the driveway, <laughs> just you know, tearing things up, tearing up grass, man. <laughs> so... She she taught me that. She's day. probably seen examples of that, Robert. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. So you know, per- persistence. And then the last one is 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 responsibility. Now, a lot of times we have a goal, and and, and we talked about excuses earlier, and we we think about what are the reasons that we were not able to do this. I was not able to. Um, I wasn't able to do my exercise today because I had a headache this morning. I wasn't able to do this because, you know, my, 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 my family dropped by out of the blue and, you know, they interrupted my exercise routine, my plan. I had to spend time with them. And so I, my business coach, one of the things that he shared with me was, look, what if you lived in a world, what if you created a world where you were 100% responsible for everything? Okay. And by, by responsible, not saying that everything is your fault, but responsible, meaning of that it's, okay, this thing happened. Now I can react to this or I can create something out of this. And if I am responsible, then that means I'm in create mode. And I get to create my actions. I get to create my reactions. I get to create my emotions and my feelings around this thing. And so if I'm always thinking about how I can be 100% 100% responsible for, for every aspect of my life, then it puts me in a different paradigm, a different frame, right. a different way of approaching life. And so yeah. that, that's what CPR is about. That's great because a lot of people are very quick to blame other mm-hmm. people or their circumstances for their situation, but really it all boils down to you. It really, really does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Great. Well, we talked about focus just a few minutes ago, but you talk about uh, two concepts, one which is focus and the other which is fear, which yep. seem to live on opposite ends of the spectrum, yet you relate them together. So talk about the whole dichotomy of fear versus focus. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in, in the chapter, I, I, I get a little cheeky and I talk about these are the two F words that you should use, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I talk about fear being something that kills your, your focus. If you're afraid of something, then you're not able to lock in as much. And I use the story. I get. I got the story from Steve Chandler's book, um, 100 Ways to Motivate Yourself. Love Steve Chandler. I have one of his books, too. He's great. He's got, I've got about three of his books. Awesome read. And he talks about a story where Jimmy Johnson was speaking to the Dallas Cowboys 
before uh, one of the Super Bowls, and he told them a story, of, or he said to them, look, if I laid this two-by-four out across the room and told you guys to walk across it, everybody would have no problem doing it. But if I took the same two-by-four and laid it between two ten-story buildings and told you to walk across it, then people would have some troubles because now your focus is not on uh, getting across it anymore. You're, you're afraid of falling at this point. So yeah. that fear has derailed your focus. It derails something that is very possible for you to do, but now you're, 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 you're looking at something else. So keeping, keeping your head up and focusing on that, that end line and that goal and just going forward. And we've, talking about, we've talked about just doing it. You know, yeah. fear takeover, it's going to derail your focus, man. Absolutely. Well, something else you're talking about, about in the book is, is resilience and dealing with failure. We all go through it. In fact, I have argued on this show many times that failure is prerequisite to success. Absolutely. But a lot of, a lot of people just give up. So talk about how important it is to get back up off the ground and just go. You know what? And, and I think people like yourself and myself, we make it sound so easy, right, to just get up right. and, and, and get back up because it's words just coming out of our mouth and maybe we've had a little bit of practice at doing it and we are, we are quote-unquote, enlightened maybe to some degree. And right. so we, we, we see the possibilities. But the reality is, man, that there are people, and, and, and I used to work with um, in the mental health industry for the first five years. I talked about human services. And there were people there that just had a lot of different challenges, a right. lot of different things that you and I don't have to deal with. And we had some people, there's one person in, in one of our groups that, that is dealing with, that deals every day with uh, fibromyalgia. And mm. that is something that's debilitating, debilitating for a lot of people. So right. uh, making it, I, I don't want to make it sound simple, but I just kind of want to lay the map out. Look, the only way for you to do it is to get back up. That, uh-huh. That's it. Nobody else can do it for you. Nobody yeah. else can uh, you know, ma- make it happen. It, at the end of the day, it begins and ends with you and your decision to move forward, to get back up again and, and move forward. And it is a choice. There's yeah. a, a proverb, get knocked down seven times, get back up eight. Yeah. Absolutely. And that applies perfectly here. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this show is going. My very special guest this week is Robert Kennedy III. He is the author of the book, 28 Days to a New Me. We will come right up, at, back after this, this last break, and we will continue our discussion. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com. 
and create your escape plan right now. If you love Christmas, this is your show. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts, Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Becky and Kathy of Show Me Decorating are out to save the world from ugly Christmas trees. You can get rescued today by purchasing the Show Me Decorating tree trimming app for only $2.99. Available from the App Store, at iTunes, and on ShowMeDecorating.com. Each week, we invite you to join us here on the Rockstar Radio Network and come feel the glitter and spend a little time with these ladies in their exotic Texas draw as they share their enthusiasm for Christmas decorating. So be here Tuesday mornings to learn from the real designers, industry experts, and guest artists in the Christmas biz that will surprise and inspire you. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts, Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio network welcome back to success profiles radio so many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have and this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if i can do it you can do it so let's get back to the show this is success profiles radio on the rockstar radio network and here again is your host brian k wright and we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. This is our final segment. And if you do want to call in and talk to us briefly, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And Robert, while I'm thinking about it, tell us where we can get your book. I'll let you do this again at the end of the show, but just tell us where we can find your book. Uh, you can find it in a few places. Number one, Amazon. You can get it there for your Kindle. You can get it Barnes & Noble for um, your Nook. And if you go to my website, if you only have a, a non, none of the above and you just want to get the PDF, you can go to the, to the purchase page on my website for that. We're actually in the process of finishing up the artwork and the covers for the paperback version of it now that's going to be released in a couple of weeks and we'll be selling that on Amazon as well. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. So let's talk about accountability. That's so important. Having an accountability partner, having someone to share your stuff with and to be accountable to them for what they're working on too. But let me ask you something. How do you know who to share your goals with and who not to share them with? You know what? I don't have a neat answer for that, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's. I think it's really. It really comes down to um, learning to trust, learning yes. to form relationships. And one of the things that I am just learning—not just, but in my in my grown-up life, learning about—is is networking and, and relationship forming and being committed to relationships. And, you know, I think you get to a point where you just try to be as authentic and genuine as you can, and you hope that people reciprocate the same after a while. You know, if you go around deciding, I have to figure out who to share with and who not to share with, and you go around all the time with just this attitude of trust or distrust, then, you know, I I think it, it... it holds you back from some of the value that people can provide. I think it yeah. holds you back from just forming great, neat friendships. Yeah. You know? So, 
you know, I, I, I'm not advocating that you just put your business out there to everybody. Right. What I'm advocating is that you learn about just being authentic and, and forming relationships. And then, you know, the people that care about you, mm -hmm. they're going to show up. They're going to show up. And, you know, when you're when you yeah. what you're accountable to, they're, they're going to love you and care about you and help you through it. Exactly. And that is a great answer. You knew what to say. That was a great answer. It is all about trust. And I think you, you figure out pretty quickly who your cheerleaders are and who they aren't. And anyone who supports you in your journey is someone that may be a candidate to be accountable to and accountable with. And right. people who poke fun or try to poke holes in your dreams, those people need to just you know, hit the eject button on that. I mean, you don't need to be around that. And you don't need to subject yourself to that. Life is already hard enough sometimes. We need to find the people in our lives who do truly care about us and love us right where we're at and support our journey. So you hit it right on the head. A lot of times, too, in our journey to success, and I want to ask you about this, the language that we use to describe our situations and to describe our goals and to describe our journey can have a profound inf impact on how we perceive things going on around us. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So Tell, tell me what your take is on that, I mean, in terms of uh, looking at things in an empowering way in the language that we use. Well, you know what? I, some people take that to mean positive language. I will only say yes. I will never say can't, um, those types of things. I'm going to repeat affirmations every morning. And those things do have their, their place. But yeah. there are some words that I, I believe each of us have in our lives that we know that make us react or allow us to approach life in a certain way. One of the words that I've, that I'm working my best to delete from my vocabulary is the word try or yeah. try, you know, um, and that, you know, we, we laugh about the whole Yoda thing, you know, do or do not, there is no try. And what I've discovered from that is when I say that I'm trying to do something, essentially I'm telling somebody that, look, you can't count on me to give everything to, to this thing. Um, I'm kind of leaving myself a little, bit, a little bit of an out for failure. I'm leaving right. myself an out for not being able to live up to my word or, or do what I said that I was going to do because I'm trying. And, you know, I, I ask people, if somebody said that to you, if, somebody, if you ask somebody, hey, can you go get me, um, you know, a, a cup of, of ice from the refrigerator? And they said, okay, I'm going to try. That would, <laughs> that that wouldn't necessarily get you to feel real confident that you were going to get that ice anytime soon. You know, yeah. you might be sitting there burning up, man, middle of Phoenix where you guys are. <laughs> so, right. You know, so that's the word for me that, and when I speak about positive language, it's really about finding the words that empower me. And my empowering words are do, uh, go, will, you know, just really things that indicate immediate action in my life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I believe the word problem, when someone says, I have a problem, I have a problem, that has a real negative connotation. I prefer to look at it as a challenge because a lot of people love a challenge. They love to see it as a game. Yep. And uh, that's a whole different subject all by itself. You know, Seeing life as a game or seeing the issues that you're dealing with as a challenge, a game that needs to be won. Uh, but just the way that you say it, the way that you speak it has a profound effect 
on the language that you use. And really, it also affects your body language, too. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Great. Well, I mean, talk a little bit about body language and how important that is to uh, throwing off that vibe that you're going somewhere. Well, you know what? It, body language is, is ridiculous. I think, especially in the case of an interview, if, if you've ever been in an interview or you've uh, done an interview, the thing about somebody that gives off a really good vibe, whether or not they have all of the qualifications for that position, if they give you a really good vibe from body language, you're, you're going to give them that much more consideration. And so I, one of the things that I suggest to people is, look, you, you wake up in the morning and sometimes your day may not be perfect. You might wake up with pain. You might wake up with things that are not going uh, how you would like them to in your life. But if you can look in the mirror and even practice uh, smiling, if you can practice having a pleasant face, if you can practice looking a way that you would love to see somebody else look when you see them first thing in the morning, that's going to make a great difference for you mm -hmm. because you're setting the tone for your body language for that day. You're setting the tone yeah. for your entire atmosphere that's, that's surrounding you that day. You're, you're yeah. in control already of your attitude for that day. And it, it's going to show and it's going to make a difference. And people are going to love you. They're going to want to be around you. Talk about law of attraction, man. That is, yeah. uh, you know, body language is, is, is very important. Yeah, absolutely. And I would completely agree. You can tell who's confident based on how they carry themselves physically. And yep. uh, it's attractive. I mean, if you have good body language about you, even in sports, in baseball, I love baseball. Yep. When a pitcher is struggling and their body language changes, that's like blood in the water. The other, team that, the other team that's hitting knows, okay, we've gotten in his head. Let's go for the kill right now. Yep. And let's do it before the other manager realizes that this is what's going on and puts someone else in the game. Let's go get it right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So important. So let's talk about attitude and the whole idea of creating your life. Some who have listened to this show a lot are very familiar that you know it is all about creating your life. But for others, this may sound like a brand new idea. So let's talk about attitude and, and creating your life. Ah, so I'm going to reach out to uh, Steve Chandler again. Okay. And one of the things that he said, there was this one line that he said that really opened up my eyes for, 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 for the world that I was in. And he said that there are only two things that people are doing in life at any time. They're either reacting or creating. And, you know, you, you, of course, you played with the letters and say those are both the same letters. The only thing that you get to control is the C. But... I, I prefer to live in the paradigm of creating because, I mean, reacting means that somebody else has got control. Somebody else has got a plan. And if you listen to, we, we talk about people that inspire us. I know Jim Rohn has a statement that says um, you've got to uh, design your own plan for your life because if you don't, somebody else is going to do it for you. And guess what they've got planned right. for? Not much, you know. Exactly. So, you know, living every day with the attitude of creation. Nothing, nobody's going to start this thing for me. Nobody's going to determine what my attitude is going to be. I'm creating that attitude. And I, at the end of my interviews, one of the things that I just, I love to state is that everybody, you have the ability to be bold and be exceptional and remember that every moment is just an opportunity for you to create something new. You always have the ability to create something with every moment, 
every minute, every second of your life. Okay, we've got less than two minutes to the end of the show. Uh, let me ask you, who inspires and motivates you? Who inspires me, man? That's an easy question. Richard Branson. Yes. Richard Branson. That dude, I think the thing about it that, that, that inspired me, when I first heard his name, he was uh, talking about flying a rocket to the moon, a commercial rocket um, for, for, for commercial passengers, you know, $7 million a seat. And, and so uh, I read a story about him that on Necker Island, the island that he owns, man, that's awesome, that he loved just to teach grown-ups to swim. And I thought this guy that has all this money, that has anything that he could ever want in life, one of his greatest passions, one of the things that he loves to do the most is just teach people to swim. He loves to serve people in that wow. way. And that's awesome for me, man. And so I, that's one thing that I aspire to. He inspires me um, every day. I, I, sub, I follow him on Google and Facebook and Twitter and wherever I can see what he's up to. Okay. Uh, find out that's what he's up great. And very quickly, where can we find the book and how can we get a hold of you? We're almost right at the end. All right, book. You can get it on Amazon.com. Search out 28 Days to a New Me, A Journey of Commitment. You can get it on BarnesandNoble.com, same search. You can get it at my website, www.RobertKennedy3.com. And we can help you change your life. That's great. And we are coming right up to the end of the show. Robert, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Same here. Thanks so much, Ryan. You're welcome. And we are on every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, every single Monday. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find me on Facebook. I have a fan page, Success Profiles Radio. Please like my page and uh, jump in the conversation. I'd love to have you in the group. And I'm just so honored that, that uh, Robert, you had a chance to be with me here today. And come join us next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another fantastic episode of Success Profiles Radio. Have yourselves a great week, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network.